Hello and welcome. You're uh, listening to the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's always my mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference in their businesses and to navigate the sometimes messy worlds of startup, growth, or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. And our special guest today is Jason Barnard, and Jason goes by the brand Serp Guy, which is an interesting term for me. I'm anxious to hear about it. He is an author and digital marketing consultant. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you very much, Brian. It's absolutely delightful to be here. Very happy to have you. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious and anxious to learn what's what the, a brand SERP uh, guy does. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are today and what your current focus is? Right. Well, a brand SERP is actually a brand SERP, and SERP is an acronym for Search Engine Results Page. So a brand SERP is the search engine results page for your brand name or your personal name. And I come from the search engine optimization industry, but I've specialized just in what Google shows your audience when they Google your brand name, uh, which is why I call myself the brand SERP guy. So it's kind of marketing ploy to get people to understand what it is I do and ask exactly the question you, you asked me so I can explain it. And I'm saying Google is your business card. We all Google people when we meet them or um, when we want to know more about them or a company before doing business with them. Or if we're already a client, we Google the brand name to get to the website. So what your audience sees when they Google your brand name is your Google business card. And it's phenomenally important to your bottom of funnel and post funnel audience. Well, that makes perfect sense. So it, it's... Uh... It's not the same. I, I'm, I'm familiar with search engine optimization, but this mm -hmm. this uh, when you when you do the brand search stuff, that does that have any, that has more to do with the format of what the search result looks like, or do I have yeah. that? No, it, 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 it's it's trying to control and optimize what Google actually shows your audience. So, in fact, what I've done is I've taken traditional branding and traditional marketing. And I've applied SEO to branding. So basically, I'm saying I take your brand and I can make Google understand who you are, what you do, and who your audience is, and what content is going to be relevant and helpful to your audience searching your brand name on Google. So basically, what I do is I package your brand for Google's consumption so Google can correctly represent you to its users. Okay, how, and how does that differ um... Let's say you, you haven't got that brand SERP optimization um, and somebody just Googles you anyway. What, what, how do the results differ and how does your uh, result become a better benef benefit than just the straight uh, search process? Right. Well, if you do, it's a really, really interesting question because I, I don't think anybody's ever actually asked me that direct comparison before. If you don't do anything, you're letting Google make its own mind up. You're letting Google decide what it shows your audience when they Google your brand name. So basically, you're, you're completely giving up any sense of control of your own brand message to your own audience through Google, the Google lens, let's call it. So... Letting Google make up its own mind is quite foolish, I would say. You spend a lot of time building your brand, building your brand message to your audience. Why on earth would you let Google decide what your brand message is? 
So when you do go in and you start packaging your brand message so that Google correctly understands it, Google will represent you using your own words and your own message and the content that you want it to show. So you basically take control of Google's understanding of you and how it represents you. So it's branding on Google. And what I think people fail to realize is that Google wants to represent you in the way that you want to be represented to your audience as long as you're being honest about it. Google has no reason to represent you in any other way unless it's misunderstood. And in the case of most people and companies, if you haven't made any effort to help it to understand, it is likely it hasn't fully understood who you are, what you do, and what your audience is actually interested in seeing when they Google your name. Huh, well, that makes sense. So Google does everything based on algorithms, as I understand it. So the yep. way you package things, it, it, uh, it helps teach the algorithms to, to do to produce the results in the way you want to yeah. produce. Okay. Yeah, and you used exactly the right word, which is teach. I use the word educate. Google is a child. Google is trying to understand the world. It used to just work on counting words in pages, but now it actually has what we call a knowledge graph, which is just a vast encyclopedia for a machine. And if we compare Wikipedia to this knowledge graph, Google's encyclopedia for its machine. Wikipedia has 50 million articles. Google's encyclopedia contains 150 billion facts. 150 billion facts. Google has a machine that tries to understand the world. And I talk about that machine as a child. So what we need to do is educate this child, fill its encyclopedic head with information about us. And it really is a question of presenting the information to the child about ourselves in a manner that it can understand and digest easily so that we are educating it in the way that this child that is Google needs to be educated. Hmm. That's, that's a great analogy to, to do that. So, so I don't, I'm, not, I'm not certain uh, about um, the technique or the technology behind it, but... Um, I certainly understand the benefit of the results to, to get your right. message and your brand across the way that you intend it to be. Um, yeah, and there's a, there's a secondary benefit, which is really interesting, which is people are very afraid of the Google al algorithm updates. And, you know, if, if, if you've been doing SEO and you're frightened of the next Google update, which you might lose your positions in, in Google in general, Google's understanding of you and your brand set is your insurance. It's your safety harness. Because if Google has understood you, when there is an update, it's not going to drop you from all the different uh, keywords that you've been aiming for within your business. Because it's understood you, the only reason it would drop you is if it hasn't fully understood you or if you've been cheating. So this is the idea of, of Google presenting you to your audience accurately actually has a secondary benefit, which is that Google understands you and will therefore tend to go in your direction and, and won't drop you overall. And actually has a third benefit, which is that when you look at your brand SERP, you can immediately see what Google perceives your audience to be interested in. And that really helps you with your digital marketing strategy. It's a really easy way to see what works and what doesn't, because Google is the machine that sees almost everything on the web. 
So mm. you can look at your brand set as, an, as a critique, an unbiased critique of how good or bad your digital marketing strategy is. So that's three benefits. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. So are your primary client, is are they individuals or are they businesses or a mix of both? It's a mixture of both. Any business of any size needs this size. Sorry, needs this um, service. Uh, the founders and CEOs of bigger corporations, companies with more than two million dollars in income, need this because obviously a bigger company needs to be represented by somebody who has a good reputation within Google because people will be googling the name of the CEO and the founder of this type of larger company. So for, for people uh, of people who run or have founded larger businesses, so semi-famous, let's say, um, famous people definitely need this. This is online reputation management for more famous people. And any company in the world needs this service. Okay. Uh, so um, obviously there's a, there's a cost with this and, and is there a, a uh, trackable ROI from uh, the investment that people make to the to the benefits that they receive, and I'm just I'm asking out of curiosity because <laughs> you know yeah. that's what entrepreneurs want to know, especially when you're trying to offer them something. Sure, um, the, the the concept of your Google Business Card is a trackable a, a trackable measurement of how well you're doing the actual return on investment that you would be getting is very difficult to measure because it's simply um, satisfying, um, being, being convincing to your prospects and bottom of funnel audiences. So all it will ever do from that perspective is stop clients bailing and uh, increase your conversion rate. But the direct relationship between the two is very difficult to prove. Um, Within a wider SEO strategy or a, a digital marketing strategy, I would say it's actually just a way, there isn't a return on investment as such, but it is a great way to measure the success of both your SEO strategy and your digital marketing strategy. So if you're investing in those, the measurements that we give at CaliCube, we measure the quality and the control over a brand. So that would indicate how well you're investing your time and money in digital marketing and in SEO. Oh, okay. Well, I mean that that kind of puts a a little bit of a of a financial attachment to it because you you get to determine yeah. um, how well other things are doing, and you can make adjustments there if you see that they're not doing well. Yeah, no, exactly. And with CaliCube, um, I, I did some experiments. I wanted I wanted to get some videos to rank. For example, I wanted to have videos when you search the name CaliCube, um, and so we started with a, a YouTube strategy. And we realized very quickly the YouTube strategy wasn't working because the videos weren't appearing. And as soon as we got the YouTube strategy working, the videos appeared on our brand search. So what it basically indicates to us very, very quickly is this isn't the correct strategy. And I'll give you another example. We tried to do TikTok um, just to see what we could do. And uh, after two months now, we haven't got anywhere in terms of getting Google to, to pay attention to our TikTok account. So I just had an interview or a conversation with a TikTok expert who explained to me exactly what we were doing wrong. So the fact that we weren't succeeding immediately rang the alarm bells that the person doing this was, was going the wrong way about it. 
So I then went to ask somebody who's an expert who then told me how we can rectify our TikTok strategy for TikTok. And that I am sure in the next two months will then get TikTok to show up on the brand sets. Oh, okay. That, that, that makes sense. That's, that's very interesting. So how do your clients at, at this particular point in time find you? Um, they find us a lot through the content that we produce. We produce a lot of content explaining about brand SERPs, SERPs, search engine results page, and knowledge panels, which is the information box you find on the right-hand side of Google. Um, we, we actually do an awful lot of brand communication through CaliCube and through myself, the red shirt, the brand, the brand SERP guy name, CaliCube as a name. We have a falcon as a a very colorful falcon as a, as a logo, and we communicate massively on our brand. And the idea there is that we communicate on our brand on TikTok, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and push people down the funnel to the point at which they search our brand name, either CaliCube or Jason Barnard or the Brand Serp guy, at which point we have this beautiful business card. People come in to the site, they're convinced, they know who we are, we brought them through all the steps of down the funnel, they hit our brand SERP, they think that's positive, that's accurate, and it's incredibly convincing, it's got the stamp of approval of Google, I'm buying. Okay, well that's, that's uh, kind of a complicated but well thought out uh, strategy <laughs> that, that obviously seems to be working. Yeah, I think, I think people underestimate that the stamp of approval of Google, when somebody's come all the way down the funnel and they search your brand name and they're close to buying or they've already bought from you. And whether we appreciate it or not, the fact that we use Google, 90% of the world uses Google, oh, yeah. means that we trust Google. And a great presentation on Google means that Google trusts us. And so if Google trusts me as a business, my potential client is going to trust me more if Google is demonstrating that trust in a very visible manner. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you've written a book about this or maybe more? I... Yeah, no, I've written one book. It's called The Fundamentals of Brand Serps for Business. And the idea of the book is really to explain this entire concept to people because surprisingly, it's a concept that nobody else has been talking about. The internet is 25 years old and nobody has written a book about this yet. So I wrote the first book about it. It's the definitive work on this topic because it's the only work on this topic, which is absolutely <laughs> delightful. Um, and then we also offer courses for people uh, who want to get more involved in this to get their hands dirty and to improve their Google business card. And then for people who are interested in it because they've read the book or they've read our content or they've interacted with our um, content on YouTube or on Twitter or on LinkedIn, then we have a done for you service where we actually do the service of optimizing your brand set for you uh, using our own tool, CaliCube Pro, which is a SaaS platform. Uh, so we've got all of those different offers to bring people to a point where their Google business card makes total sense to their audience when their audience are Googling their brand name or their personal name. Right. So did, did your book achieve a, a bestseller status? It did, yeah. We got bestseller in the search engines category on uh, Amazon for a couple of weeks. Um, but in fact, the, the book has been much more useful as a, an authority builder, is that 
once I wrote the book, people accepted that I am the authority on this topic. Okay. And that as soon as people talk about brand SERP, they say, oh, the guy who wrote the book, who wears the red shirt? The brand SERP guy. So um, we did hit the, the Amazon top seller list. We're not there anymore. The book still sells reasonably well. Uh, but the focus point for us now is very much to become the authority in this area because right now, hardly anybody is thinking about this for their businesses or for themselves. In three or four years' time, everybody's going to be thinking about it. And I want to be front and center of everybody's mind when everybody starts taking this seriously and really thinking about how important their Google business card is. Good. So if, uh, uh, if you're, if you're, let's say your book hit bestseller category in multiple uh, categories and in, in, uh, in multiple countries, would that be a, a benefit to you in any way? Would that spread the word better? Yeah, I think it, it, it definitely would. I think, Getting into a category of marketing or branding would be an, a huge help to me because I'm still a bit closed up in the SEO search engine optimization space. And I really want to get out into the marketing, the entrepreneur, the branding space where I think my services and CaliCube services can bring immense value. And that a lot of people think, oh, SEO, that's scary and technical and frightening. And my style of brand SEO is actually good sense marketing, well packaged for Google. Okay. Yeah, the way you're explaining it, it makes perfect sense to me. So maybe. And it's really easy to do. I mean, that, that's the thing from my perspective is the SEO industry loves to make things overly complicated. And that scares people off. And I would actually say SEO or what, what we're doing is, 90% branding and marketing and 10% what you would traditionally think as being geeky search engine optimization techniques. And the 10% of, of geeky search engine optimization techniques are actually not necessary. Google understands with this encyclopedia it's got. If you can get it to understand who you are, what you do and who your audience is, that's branding and marketing. If right. you can communicate that, it can so easily just say, okay, I know what they offer. I know who they are. I know who they can offer it to. And then it can easily match the needs of its users to your offers. Because at the end of the day, all Google is trying to do is get its users to the solution to their problem as quickly and efficiently as possible. When somebody searches on Google, they're expressing a question or a problem. And Google wants to match your solution, your answer to their problem, their question. And if that understands who you are, what you do, and who your audience is, it's going to do that, as we say in France, fingers in the nose, which means very, very easily. <laughs> Interesting statement. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that before, though. But yeah, <laughs> if you've got a great brand, sir, you will, you will rank well on Google. Google will understand you. Fingers in the nose. I've got it. So that's that's going to live with me forever from now on in, in a good in a good way in a good. Oh way. right, I was going to say in a slightly scary way actually, but yeah. no, 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 in a good way. Um, so uh, you you did tell the people can find you through all types of social media and your website and uh, searching you yeah. on on Google that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so. well, it, 
you, you said it yourself. If you search my name on Google or CaliCube on Google, what, what's really nice is that we've optimized the brand SERP, the, the search engine results page for our brand names, CaliCube and Jason Barnard. And what you then get is the choice of how you want to interact with us. For example, for me, you would get my site at the first place. That would mean that you can come on my site and learn about me as a human being. My company website, second, if you want to do business with me. Twitter is third, if you want to tweet at me. LinkedIn is fourth, if you want to communicate in a kind of B2B manner. Uh, and then some of my articles, then my podcast. So basically, a well-designed, in inverted commas, I'm doing inverted commas madly here, but people mm -hmm. can't see me because this is audio. In a well-designed Google business card, it's the audience who chooses how they want to interact with the brand and the brand who presents the choices to the user through the lens of Google. Makes perfect sense to me. See, I started this not knowing anything about this, and now I, uh, I am a child in the learning process, just like Google. So I, I, Brilliant. I, I appreciate the, the great explanations and analogies. So uh, one last thing here. If, if uh, somebody comes to you for your help, what's, what's the best piece of advice that, that you could give them? The, the first and most fundamental piece of advice I would give anybody about themselves or their brand as seen through Google's eyes is decide where you live online for Google. So on your company website for your company, on your own website for yourself. And it needs to be something that you own. So you don't want, your, you don't want Google to think you live on LinkedIn or on Twitter or even on your company website, if you're the boss of a company or an employee of a company, you want to own the real estate, the, the website that Google recognizes as the place that you, your entity, your, you, you as a thing live online, because that's the only way you can control your digital identity and your digital ecosystem as seen through Google's eyes. So the first piece of advice is set up your website if you don't already have one, and if you do have one, start working on making sure that it's clear to Google who you are, what you're doing, who your audience is. Excellent, excellent advice. So I think that's a great spot to uh, wrap this episode up. So that uh, ends another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secrets Show for entrepreneurs with our guest today, Jason Barnard. And if you liked it before you go, please, uh, be kind enough to give us a five-star review and maybe share the episode with a couple of friends so we can spread the word. And if you want to make sure you don't miss any future episodes, you can go to evolvepreneursecrets.show and, and register there. And uh, until the next time, if you're an entrepreneur, start on your next great idea today. <laughs>